Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. Hi, my name is Katrina. I use CBD oil for my seven-year-old son who has a diagnosis of autism. It has helped him a lot, particularly with sleep issues. And we've also seen improvements in his attention and focus. Overall, he is a happier and more content child since we started using CBD oil. And if you would like to get your hands on some CBD oil, our show sponsor is Greenheart CBD, and they've given us a great deal. They are offering you, our Opinions Matter listeners, a 20% discount off any CBD products on their website. So all you do is go to greenheartcbd.ie. You find what you're looking for, and they have a huge range of products on, on their website. So you find whatever it is, whatever CBD product you're looking for, for and you go to checkout and when you're at checkout you use the promo code podcast 2022 and bang you'll get a 20 percent discount so our thanks indeed to our show sponsors greenheart cbd for that great offer so once again you go to greenheartcbd.ie find what you're looking for bring it to checkout and then uh, you just use the promo code podcast 2022 and you'll immediately get a 20% discount. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, this is a topic that we've never discussed on the show before, yet it's a topic that everyone should be thinking about, especially if you're single or if you're the parent of a teenager who's starting to date, um, pick up people in clubs and pubs and so on. Are you worried about issues around consent? And what advice have you given your teenagers about consent? And how can you ensure that your son doesn't end up in trouble over consent issues? Well, one listener who contacted us because she wants to highlight the advice that she has given to her 17-year-old son. And I have to say, it has divided opinion about whether or not it is over-the-top advice, whether it's necessary advice, whether it's a buzzkill. I want you to have a listen to her message and get your reaction to it. Hi, lads, says uh, this message. I love your podcast. You should highlight this topic on your show someday. As you know, sexual consent is a big issue at the moment. I have a son who has just turned 17, and I'm terrified of the world he is entering and terrified about consent issues. Myself and his father have brought him up as a gentleman and uh, to respect women, but I've still told him that when he starts going further with women, that he should record consent from the girl on his WhatsApp or just a little video. I was watching a program last year of men who've had their lives ruined over false accusations. I think it's a great issue and other parents should do the same. And that is from a lady called uh, Gwen. So, um, Jeremy, Gwen is the lady who sent us the message. Obviously, she's right to be having that conversation, it goes without saying, uh, with her son about consent. Yeah, I, I, only, I only watched, I, I don't know if she's talking about the same programme, but uh, last week, um, Louis Thoreau, you know the Louis Thoreau uh, did a program about this, about consent in colleges in America. And very interesting conversation, but he was talking to men uh, in college who had been accused uh, of sexual impropriety uh, in college and them trying to defend themselves and stuff like that. And there was one particular fellow who was crying about his being kicked out of college and his life was ruined for something that he considered consensual, uh, but she didn't consider consensual. They went back to a dorm or whatever one night and had drunken sex and woke up the next day and she said, oh, you've, you've raped me. Um, and it's, we're in a different world than we, we were when we were, were growing up. And here's the thing. Let's start off by saying there's nobody, nobody listening to this discussion right now, I don't think, who has ever uh, in a sexual encounter with someone said to them beforehand, now, we are about to get down and dirty. Um, is it okay if I take off my trousers? Is it okay if I touch your breasts? Let's go the other way. Is it okay if I unzip you and put my hand on your penis? Has a woman ever said that to you 
in no. back in your dating days no. because no one has it just doesn't happen I think the world we're living in now I think you need you need that well that's exactly what this mother uh, Gwen I'm, I'm is terrified. I'm terrified by the way of the world that my son is living up when it comes to that uh, and I'm going to raise my, ch- my son as I am to be a gentleman and to respect women mm-hmm. uh, as I'm sure um, you did with Absolutely, your son as yes, well. of course. I mean, we all want our kids to be gentlemen, but still, having said all that, you still have to protect them. And you okay, think so, it, you think so this, this suggestion, this is the advice that this lady has given to her son, and the advice is that he should record the uh, consent. So yeah. they uh, they go back to his place or to her place, and uh, they start kissing, and then he stops the whole thing, and he says, would you mind if I just recorded a v- little video here of you consenting for us to continue uh, on this path? Her son's obviously heading off to college real soon, or whatever the yeah. case may be, and she's terrified. Jesus, I remember in college, wild times in, in college and stuff like that. The fact is, very few women... Um, make up false allegations of rape. Absolutely, minimal, yeah. Minimal, minimal. Yeah, would mm. you agree? Absolutely, Very yeah. few women make up false allegations. But all it takes is one to ruin your son's life. And, you know, your son could be out on a night out, could be in a nightclub, absolutely locked, goes back to her place, she's locked as well, and the two of them have sex and wake up the next day and there is no record of consent. I don't see a problem with, with getting a record of consent. It is a buzzkill, I would imagine. And I mean, none of us did it, but it's it's different world now, isn't it? Well, that's the question. I, I, I'm wondering, is uh, Gwen's advice a bit over the top or is does it make sense in this day and age to advise her son to seek some sort of record of having gotten consent? Now, obviously, uh, consent can be withdrawn at any stage. That's, uh, that's the problem as well. No, it can yeah. be withdrawn at any stage and no means no. Yeah. And... If he's with a woman or a man or whoever he's with, and at, at a certain point the person says, says this no, isn't for me, yeah, this, this isn't for me. for me, then that's the end of that. Yeah. So, but but having at least consent, some sort of consent would protect you against it. I would imagine. Would it though? Well, then what's the, what's the alternative that we don't? No one ever hooks up anymore. I mean, the nightclubs are all open this weekend, yeah, for the first time. There's going to be hookups left, right, and centre, yeah? There's going to be people, and I've seen, geez, I'm DJing in nightclubs over 20 years, and I've seen them, and it's not always men, by the way, that make the first move. No, 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 I know that. I often see uh, women making the first move to a fella on a dance floor and putting the hand down on his penis or whatever the case may be. It happens, so it's not just that way. So the only way to protect yourself is to never go outside the door, never hook up with anybody. I mean, I'm thinking of how I got together with my wife who's now my wife, mm-hmm. and um, the, 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 night, the night that we met, I can tell you now, uh, when we were in the car together or whatever, because I dropped her home or whatever, and we were in the car, um, I didn't turn around to her and, says, and said something like, I'd have gone, gone with the wind. Hey, darling, do you mind if I kiss your lovely lips now? No problem, you can kiss my lips. That didn't happen. No. And I'm sure it didn't happen with you. No, I'm sure absolutely it not. I'm sure it no. didn't happen with, with any of you. All right, we'd love to hear from you on this. Is that advice that Gwen has given to her 17-year-old son a bit over the top? He, she has advised him to get some record of consent from uh, anybody that he's hooking up with and to not let it go any further without getting some documentary consent. Or is that just ridiculously over the top? Sinead, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Sinead? Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. No problem at all, Sinead. Well, what's your view on this? This advice from a mother to her 17-year-old son, obviously get consent, that goes without saying, but she's asking him to go that one step further and to get some form of documentary consent. What do you think of that? Well, just hearing the start of the conversation, I think something that needs to be cleared up is this idea that there's some new ambiguity around consent. There was an amazing um, campaign run in the UK, which is basically comparing consent to making a cup of tea mm-hmm. and the parameters under which somebody is able to give you consent. And it's to anyone who hasn't seen it or anyone who's struggling or struggling to explain it to a young teen, I would seriously suggest looking on YouTube and... Um, Can you remember what it was called? called? I, I think it's... I think it's pet tea is as easy as... Or consent is as easy as making a cup of tea. A bit of a mouthful, but it's very, it's very, it's very cleverly done because that's the reality. And, you know, I hear what you guys are saying about the past and, and the reality is is that there are some 
areas that had been left in the past. And when I was growing up, I and mean, when I would have been in this teen scenario, but there were grey areas. You know, if you came home and said, and the thing it went further than I thought it would, everyone would say, but you were both drunk. You know, so so is in you, you know, so we really need authority or in a position to be able to have given consent to any action. That's all being made a lot more clear. And if there's any ambiguity, there's a lot of education out there now. And also, I think that this is only raised how important it is to get this into the sex talk and sex education in schools. Mm. So that there isn't this, oh, it's a grey area. It really isn't. That's a, that's a fallacy that it's not. And, you know, again, this, my I've got a couple of concerns. I, I'm very concerned by the reaction. I'm online and, and I would like to uh, just get a chance to kind of run through why. But yeah, um, sorry, whole... just uh, back to what you were saying about that video. I've just found it on uh, YouTube as I'm talking to you, and it's yeah. called "Consent is Like a Cup of Tea," and it's actually uh, a formal video by uh, Thames Valley Police in uh, the UK. So it's well worth having a look at. But uh, go on anyway. Continue what you were saying. Yeah, I, 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 and I obviously hopefully yourself will get a chance to look at it because I, I think that's what we need to do is actually show that that some of the confusion created is unnecessary around what this topic is. Mm. Okay, so, yeah, so you say you're concerned with some of the comments that you've been reading. I definitely think that the focus being on this idea that we need to protect young men and that there's this pressing concern, I think also is a misrepresentation. If we look at the case of the incident of false reporting, which is really very low, like mm. very, very low. And it's hard to also read fully. Like you, you, you hear figures, some are 13, 2 and 4% of cases that go to court are deemed false. Some of those are retractions. Some of those are in domestic situations where the uh, the complainant returns and the cases are dropped. So, uh, you know, these figures, even the ones that we do have, the, the instance, it's not a, it's not easy to, to get a full read on what it is because we also don't have full reporting. You know, that we have a real issue with people reporting. And conversations like the ones that are happening are, are part of the reason why. We have this low incident of people okay, wanting to come Okay, so, so, so let, me, let, me, let me go back to the mother uh, in question here. The, this lady, Gwen, who contacted us yesterday, and that's the, the advice she has given her 17-year-old son is to make sure, well, obviously to make sure he has consent. That goes without saying. But she takes it that step further to make sure that there's some documentary consent. What do you think of that? Is that paranoid advice or is that sensible advice? I, I think it's dangerous advice. I think your son needs to get written permission to prove that he got consent. I think you have a problem before. Meaning you know, what? I also, well, I mean, it, I mean, you know, it shouldn't be ambiguous. I mean, and the other problem is, is that consent can be withdrawn. And rape and, and situations of sexual assault are particularly civilized. So the idea that the situation changes either a male or a female some, somehow feels uncomfortable, intimidated, or like that they've got themselves into something they need to get themselves out of. How are they going to update that? You know, or, or, or the consent? How can you withdraw that consent? Uh, the, the, there's a lot of problems here. And I think one of the things that I wanted to just raise is that a consent app was put forward by a convicted, and I mean a serial, convicted serial rapist in mm. Australia last yeah, I heard year. This, yeah. And it's called because at the end of the day, these can now be used in defence. I mean, you have a rapist proposing one. I mean, I think that tells you a lot about mm. who these apps are out to protect. Um, there's no ambiguity about that case. He is an offender. He has been did time for it. You know, the notion that a rapist would propose a consent app, I think, is extremely telling. Okay. It should really reclaim some people's perception of this. Okay, but let me just ask you a question. You were saying about um, yeah. this this particular mother, Gwen, and that you don't really approve of what she's doing with your son. The only thing that Gwen is doing really is protecting her son. And she said it herself. She has brought up her son to be a gentleman, okay, um, and to respect women. And I, we take her word for it that, she, that he is a gentleman. But I'm just thinking that young fellow is 17 years of age. Say he's in college next year. And they're out on a student night out in Goblin. I was a, a student. Some of the nights out were absolutely mad. And you'd all end back up at a house party and stuff like that. He could be still a gentleman to a woman uh, and to a girl. But by not asking for consent beforehand, he's leaving himself wide open, is he not? I think that goes back to this misunderstanding of what it is. I don't think it's, there is this ambiguity that needs to be cleared up by an app or by video evidence. You know, and if that, that you know, if you look at 
you know, it's it's not even in, not always a verbal conversation. But I mean, if somebody is drunk and passing out, they can't give you consent. But in that instance, in that instance, yeah, um, the video or the WhatsApp noise notes that he would record would prove, um, if needed that the woman like I mean if you recorded a WhatsApp video say with this girl so they're back in her house and he records a video and it's him say his name is John and he's talking to to Joanne okay and um, okay it's John here I'm back in Joanne's bedroom Joanne do you consent to have sex with me uh, yeah I want to have sex with you I want to have sex with you then it's obvious that she's um, that she's not in a position to consent because no woman, I believe, uh, who's drunk uh, is in a position to consent to sex. So um, the video... The problem w- with the scenario is, is that when we find this out, Jan- Joanne has already been now assaulted. So what we need is preventative action by having this. There isn't an ambiguity and assault. We are like teaching both young men and young women uh, what the parameters are, where it's safe and the right thing to do. So in your scenario, we're reacting after the fact because it seems that Joanne's telling us because she's reporting an assault. And that's what we want to... I don't want to be dealing with that anymore. We need to prevent this by making... I, if there's any ambiguity about people's understanding of consent. Let's I, that Sinead, Sinead, I agree with you one million percent about, you know... Um, in, but you... We don't live in a utopia and we don't live... And I mean, this conversation came up a couple of weeks ago with the tragic events that happened and women were saying... And again, I support women a million percent. They were saying, we want to be able to go out and walk without the fear of being attacked. And yes, everybody, that, that there's not one country in the world where attacks do not happen on people. We don't live in a utopia. We don't live in... And what's it, the point you're trying to make? I'm, I'm trying to make is we have to prepare for... Um, there's nasty people out there, okay? There's nasty people out there who will do nasty things. And I, no woman wants to be attacked. Absolutely no woman wants to uh, be attacked. But attacks will always happen. And, you know... You can bring you can bring up your son to be the most uh, gentlemanly person and to have respect and all that, but then they go out on the night out and drink is had and all that goes out. And I've seen inhibitions going out the window soon. And I mean with both sexes as well, inhibitions going out the window. So what I'm saying is we're never going to live in that perfect world where bad things don't happen. No, but I, I think, Kira, the point you're trying to make is that everybody needs to be clear in their heads what consent means and that there is no grey area. Isn't that really what you're saying? Yeah, I think that, that there's a confusion around, you know, you, you know, I, I hear it a lot. And you say, oh, sure, guys don't even really know what they can and cannot do anymore. Really? There's clear enough parameters. I mean, people aren't listening. And I think this conversation, um, where people like myself get concerned when you hear people saying, oh yeah, it's awful, we really need to protect your men, it's ignoring the fact that we have a far more pressing concern about the incidence of attacks and the overrides. If you looked at it from a risk perspective, people who are having this conversation right now would be much more concerned about inadvertently raising a rapist than than they would be about raising a boy who was falsely accused. Mm. Just yeah, but I don't think any, nobody raises their child to be a rapist. Um, we do, we no, do. I know, but some of the attitudes that we're talking about are actually what are, are, are participating in allowing because people are blind and, and are not willing to engage, even with the topic of consent. There's, you know, even in this conversation with ourselves, I know you're both really very articulate and educated men that we're having a conversation where there's this disparity or confusion or ambiguity about what it means. Those are the dangerous attitudes that are then we're, we're, those people are in charge of bringing up children but, but I guess I guess to have a fair idea of it. Okay, I guess to simplify it Sinead um, what this mother is looking for I mean it's to, it's a stupid comparison but a lot of people now when they're mm-hmm. driving around uh, Dublin city centre they have um, GoPro cameras on the dash, dash cams yeah. uh, dash cams on their car uh, in fact I'm going to buy one myself in the next couple of weeks because I've had a couple of instances of people deliberately walking out in front of me those people have dash cams on their car for one reason and one reason only that in the event that something happens um, that shouldn't happen that there is video evidence there that they can say Adrian deliberately walked out no, in front but, of my uh, car. Uh, but one of the points that Kira is making is even if he has video evidence, it doesn't mean that at some stage later in the evening that she didn't say, no, stop, Abs- I'm not into this. No, of course not. So of what's course. the point then? What's the point in getting the video in the first place? Is that kind of what you're saying, Kira? Yeah, well, yes, because yeah. you know, even the example that was given with the, the, the girl Laura, um, I mean, 
you know, that could happen at two o'clock, that conversation. They could go back and drink more. Of course, Laura could become really inebriated and at that point isn't in the position. But there's, there's a lot of variety here in the situations. And the clearest one is that we educate and we change our, our view on how we view some of these mm. conversations. I mean, I'm just really, I'm very aware that two weeks ago, a young girl lost her life. And we're having conversations about how to protect men from false accusations. And I'm not saying that it, that they don't happen and that they're not awful. But well, yeah, funny enough, though, it, 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 was, it was a woman who brought that conversation to us. Yeah. It's a mother yeah. who um, says she was watching a program last year of men who've had their lives ruined over false accusations. So it's, uh, do you know what I mean? This is a, a woman saying this. Stay yeah. there for one second, uh, Sinead, because I've been asked to play this WhatsApp voice note for you from uh, Darren. Hang on there for one second. All this about ending violence against women. Like, do they seriously think that there's never, ever going to be an attack on a woman, ever? Like, there'll always be attacks on male and female. Not just, fem- not just females. Like, you're not gonna, it's like saying you'll end the war on drugs. Like, you'll never end the war on drugs. The way you won't never end war, violence against women. Now, I don't know if you want to respond to that, Sinead. I couldn't actually hear all of that. I don't know if you guys had a clearer um, audio there than I did. I think he was... I I think he was saying pretty much what I was saying a few minutes ago, that we will never live in this utopia where we can leave our hall. I mean, I'd love to be able to come home at night and leave my front door open and not have to lock my car uh, and stuff like that. But there are always going to be bad people out there no matter what happens from the from the beginning of time uh, there's been evil people and you know people think that evil people have only been around in the last few years i mean you look 30 years ago serial killers in the uk that were rounding up women and and killing them and stuff like that there's always been evil people there always are going to be uh, evil people i don't think we how do we get around that i look i do understand that i mean i think first of all as a woman right now it's hard to hear anyone sort of uh, even sort of to exact the idea that we may have to take our loss here at the moment. And I think especially it's particularly hard to do that after, you know, the proximity to the recent horrible event. But I think, I think we can do even better. I think that's the conversation that, you know, I think we want to get into prevention. I think we want to get into intervention mm-hmm. in schools and talking to young boys. I mean, I think, look, I don't want to go off the topic, but I think it's quite obvious and poignant when you think that a lot of the girls' schools had vigils and walks and talks in the wake of Ashley Murphy's murder. And a lot of the boys go stayed silent. You know, that's, you know, it's just not a, just a woman's issue. Yes, yes. Totally get to the point you're trying to make. Stay there for one second, if you can, please, uh, Sinead. I want to go to uh, Jess. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jess? Hiya. Well, Jess, what do you want to say on this? I just think she's just being completely over the top. Like, what's next? Like, they're going to have to sit down and have a written, doc, doc, like, a document on it. Like, like spontaneous one night stands happen like once you vote great yeah this is what we're doing or like even like even if you're talking about it in a conversation that's a type of like written document like it doesn't have to be a whole formal thing like Okay, so so this mother's concern um, that she's shared with her young fella about consent and all of that, um, she thinks that this is the best sort of advice she can give him to make sure he gets some sort of a little video um, getting consent, basically. You think that's ridiculous, do you? Yeah, like she's just going to instill paranoia. Like, if I was with a girl, because, like, men are just not my take. That's just how it is. That's so if I was with a girl, and If I was with a girl, she's, like, asking me every five minutes, like, oh, is this okay? Is this okay? I'd literally, like, write a key pass, and I'm literally going to walk out the door. Like, it gets to a point where the key pass is okay. Why? Because it's, it's a, 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 weird. because it's a bit of a buzzkill. Yeah, like, like, if you're asking every five minutes, like, oh, is this okay? I'd be like, yeah, but the key pass, and I'm literally going to walk out the door. Good night. Mm. Because if it wasn't okay, you'd say it wasn't okay. Yeah, like, you only get, like, you wouldn't go so far and then be like, no, like, like, yeah, I know, like, it does happen, like, but for the majority of people, like, if you keep asking if this is okay, it does make you think, Jesus, have you ever been to anyone before? Like, mm. I don't want to sound rude in saying that, but, like, it would just kind of kill the mood and the buzz, like, and the spontaneity of it. Yeah, yeah, and, and obviously, um, you know, a lot of sexual encounters are very spontaneous, are very... Um, of course, that's what makes them great. I mean, back in the day, the, the thrill 
of, of hooking up with each other, not just for the man. For the, I mean, people always, always assume that sex is only enjoyable for the man and that the man is always the predator in this case. Jeez, women can be... Women, I know female friends that say they're going out on Saturday night, they want to go out and pull a bloke. Like, it's not just men that are going out for the pull, it's women that are going out for the pull as well. And in you're in a same-sex relationship. Uh, when you met this, this girl, did she ask you before touching you or anything, before kissing you, is it okay if I do it? Yeah, but like that was like at the very start, like when we were together, which is fair enough. We were just kind of set boundaries to each other. But then, like, like even if I was to have a one night stand, like girl, like and she kept up every five minutes, I'm like, oh, like f this one out. Yeah, because uh, as we said, it's a bit of a buzzkill. So the the point, uh, and, and just to go back to you for a second, uh, Sinead, um, obviously when it comes to consent, the bottom line is no means no. And no can happen at any point during um, a, a sexual encounter. Isn't that exactly the point? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, and every situation is obviously like, you know, like, like the girls said that they are like non-verbal, but I mean, the instance that ends up in courts where you have these issues, of, particularly around consent, which is like obviously what this lady in particular seems to be concerned about. There, there's clearly hasn't been conversation, or the one that has, the female has said that she said no, but the guy feels she's already bought in and signed a contract by, say, having gone in and taxi home with her, that she had already committed at that point. But like I said, I think that this isn't as um, ambiguous as people sort of make out, and I would rather that the effort went into. You know, making sure and not just assuming because I think you know you said something earlier which you know it's not accusatory and I don't mean it accusatory when I say people should be more concerned about raising a rapist than about bringing up a son who gets falsely mm. accused I, that's not an accusatory statement no no I, 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 and I do as understand as as what you're trying to what you're trying to say stay there yeah, for one second because no, no parent I mean I, I, there must be mums and dads out there who saw red flag moments and didn't alert anybody mm. that must have happened but I also think there's an awful lot of people who just assume that, that it isn't a risk and that those lines are very clear for their child and I'm just suggesting it's probably more progressive to go and have that make sure those conversations are had and had multiple times and that you know your your kids are able to come to you and talk to you and they're not sure if even the person the other person crossed a line with them Okay you know, stay there for one second I've been asked to, sorry I've been asked to play this message for you as well I want you to have a listen to this if you will uh, from Tom Hi I think uh, part of the problem is women are presenting some of these issues they tend to be younger women and they tend to, to have good motives I'm sure but they don't realise that there's two sides to every story and that men can be abused too and um, essentially uh, we're very aware of what consent is don't be uh, um, you know talking down to us and, and kind of presuming that we don't know a lot about these things we do know what these things are much of the problem tends to be and not all but much tends to be drunken night out both decide to drink both decide to drink both decide to have sex and then in the morning it's typically the woman that regrets it both may regret a man or woman but the woman calls for rape and that's the main problem we know what consent is and we know that it's fluid and all the rest but we don't appreciate it saying uh, consent can be taken away the next day because that's wrong that's my main argument all right um do you want to respond to that Sinead? Uh, well i don't know if i was accused of talking down i wasn't at all like i was talking about the conversation with yourselves at the very start about you know the kind of you're out and that it used to be as uh, confusing as it is now and i was sort of saying that actually the lines were just drawn more firmly since myself and yourselves are probably out mm. around the house. But um, I, I don't, I think it's, there's again, it's a misrepresentation to suggest that consent is then withdrawn the next day as um, an issue of regret. That's just simply not not the situation that we see in, in rape cases. It, it just isn't. Um, I know that that's the discourse that can't, and the conversation that's all can have. Oh, she was off his office. That is not the It's just not. That's not the representation of what we see in court. Sinead, Sinead, do you have any sons? Uh, do you have any children, any sons? I don't have sons, no. Okay, if you did have a son now and he was uh, hypothetically 15 years of age, starting to get, you know, uh, aware of his sexuality and, and hooking up with, with girls and all that, what, what would you tell him, uh, if anything? What would you say to him? Would you give him advice? I, I'd be having these really open conversations about... And using the the evidence that's there and the, the the resources that are there to talk around consent and make sure that he's clear. I mean, 
I think, you know, like when we spoke about the consent lock earlier, it's a really dangerous thing to get into because unfortunately you will end up protecting actual offenders mm. with something like that. Yeah, Nobody because, wants yes, their yeah. child to be an offender. I think it's just a case of making sure those, those like, you know, there's an, un, a real understanding of what is actually you know what they're they're bright they're getting themselves into when they mm. are in. Okay, do, do me a, do me a favor if you can. Happen. Stay there for one second if you can. Um, I'll be back to you in just one moment. It's opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. Now, Catherine, you wanted to get involved in this conversation about the message that we got from a mother whose way of advising her son is to tell him to get some sort of recorded consent before he has sex. What did you want to say on this? Ah, Agent, who is that yoke on the other line? Seriously, who is that? Like, what is she talking about? Um, well, you're not listening. I have never heard so much bollocks in all my life. Like, she's going on there as if, like, all men are predators that need to be, like, no, trained she's not, or she, she never said anything of the sort. No, but it's in her attitude and the way she's talking down, like, as if she's above everyone else with marbles in her mouth. Like, seriously, that is one gay bag, seriously. I know, here, no, I'm, I'm not going to, if we're going to start resorting to uh, insults no, like I'm this. I'm annoyed, Adrian, I'm annoyed listening to her, like, yeah, but show you know bit, show I mean? bit, Yeah, show a bit of respect. How about that? Yeah, but she's not showing respect Listen, the way she's going on there as if all women are victims. There are plenty of women out there causing trouble for plenty of men too. Well, the stats would say that um, false reporting of sexual assault is, is what, it's something minimal. It's, it's under 5%. Yeah, mi- very minimal, yeah. I have a little boy, right? And I'll tell you now, I am terrified of when he gets older and he's out and he starts being... Like, he doesn't even know what a vagina is now, so I'm not too worried at this point. But in a couple of years, like, when he's going out and he's, like, meeting girls... I don't know, like, how. It's it's women like that, like, feminazis who are out looking for blood, like, t- bringing up the Ashley Morphe thing. Yeah, that was very sad, but, like, this is a different conversation. I don't even know why that is being, like, brought into it. Okay, Sinead, um, I, I want to let you back in there. Um, obviously, I'm not going to accept insults like our, our name-calling, the way in which she's uh, said, but what did you want to say? I don't know whether it's actually my accent that is meaning that people think I'm talking about it, but it's, it's the furthest from the truth of who I am as a person. And I was reacting to um, sort of uh, the, the the reaction to this as in like that it was very much needed and that boys are at risk. I was reacting to that because as a woman who has had sexual assault and has survived that, I am speaking as that person saying this is really damaging. You know, this is not a. No, no, you just sound like a man hater though. So like I'm, it sounds like you just hate men. Like that is all I am getting from you with your attitude. Well, that's not it at all though, and I, I really haven't said that, and that's really frustrating that that's what you've heard. Because no, I, but you're I, making I, out that all women are angels. Love, they're not. Sorry. Not all women are angels. They make up lies and they can ruin a man's life in one allegation. A very innocent man. But you're missing the point, uh, Catherine. That. We've all agreed that this sort of thing, these false accusations are so rare. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens. Like this bollocks of all, he should get he should get consent and all that. That is a load of Mikey. Have you ever heard the likes of it? He should get consent. Seriously. Oh yeah, so you're there, genitals everywhere, things are hard, things are wet, and you're asking for bleeding consent? Well, I, That's well, the fuck, come on. I, I just, it's hard. Like, you know, first of all, obviously, the personal, personal attacks, you know, actions are the right. Like, I'm not a stuck-up person. I certainly don't hate men. I absolutely love men. In fact, I feel very upset for men that, 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 that you know, if there was any, that, that anyone would think that I was attacking them. Because it's not. And I tried to write this to talk about both male and female victims in this. Because, you know, this is, you know, these are actually that like we all engage in together, you know, whether or or for things like whatever. But either way, with two people, I don't have any issue with men, and I find it really annoying to hear that. It's real like upsetting to hear that because that's absolutely not where I'm coming from. Okay, and that's uh, not where I'm coming. From. And you, yeah, you've made that uh, perfectly clear. The. Uh, what anno- what upsets me about this conversation is people seem to have gotten it into their minds that you must have a conversation about having consent right now, this very minute. But consent doesn't have to be expressly stated. Do you understand the point I'm trying to make? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do. For example, like the, like going back to the, the, the tea um, campaign that we were talking about at the very start of it, there are times where it's clearly you're not in a position to, to give somebody consent. 
So, I, look, I, I'm not saying it's not a complicated issue, but I just think this issue should be within sex education and not creating apps to try and... Because like that, you know, there have been cases when, when that situation happened in the apps proposed in Australia, it was very bad because two had, like, and, and victims of sexual assault who were saying, this would be crazy. And of course, this could be used and said that somebody at some point consented to this. It doesn't mean, like, I mean, you know, does it work for 30 minutes? Mm. Does it work the next day? What if that person turns back up at your house and asks themselves in a week later, have you consented to that? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, that's why, you know, the, the, the nuances won't be covered by an app for sure and or video evidence or whatever. Um, and I, I think it's, you know, it, it's just going to the education part of it. I didn't mean to come across that I thought I was resonating with. I, I really don't. Mm. And I really didn't coming into this conversation. But I get really angry when there is, you know, uh, conversations blown up about men's lives being ruined. There's women up and down this country dealing with harassment that's not being dealt with because the courts and our system currently not only allows for escalation, it insists on it. Okay, so, so to, to go back to that mother, is advising her son to get a little video recorded before he has any sexual encounter, is that almost trivialising consent? I think I don't think there should be an ambiguity between himself and the consenting partner for it needs to be done. That's not my opinion. Maybe that's too simplified. But I just think that the if, if there's so much unclarity around consent, then that's what would concern people like myself who work in this area or work with victims. That would be concerning mm. if there's still sort of a, a misunderstanding or it's kind of like, you know, we were talking about how much has changed. I just think the lines have been drawn. Now we just need to look at what they are mm. and we try so that we don't harm people. I mean, let's be honest, that's why they're there. And okay. I, you know, they're there because people were being harmed by events that were happening and we previously excused from them. So, like, you know, in Ireland, we've, we've come a long way. Let's not make out that we don't know that marital rape used to be accepted. Absolutely. There's a lot of things that are being changed and it's being changed that we, we start protecting people who've been previously victimised. Okay, stay there for one second. I want to bring in uh, Kevin on this conversation. Uh, Kevin, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? How's it going, Wendy, as well? Good, thanks, Kevin. What did you want to say? Well, first and foremost, this is a minefield. It's, a, it's an absolute minefield. I agree with that woman advising her son to be careful and protecting himself. There's no way on God's green earth can you comfortably get any kind of consent. Um, hearing everybody talking about false allegations there as well, they do happen. I know you got, you guys say the stats are small, but I myself have been a victim of it. Like I had a child. In, what, in what way? Just uh, without m- naming names and whatever. Just of course, what no, uh, Jesus, of course. So, like, just over eighteen years ago, I had a one night stand at a house party. You know yourself. And she ended up pregnant. Now, things were great, you know, helping her out, seeing the kids, the usual. And 17 years later, the kid decides they wanted to move in with me. I know mum's okay with that until the kid is not there at mum's beck and call to do some running around or whatever it was. All of a sudden, an investigated my raper the night the child was conceived. Really? After all yeah. those, after all those years. After all of those years, now a full investigation was launched. It ended up in the CCJ, where she admitted on the stand that she lied, and she was allowed to go free with no punishment. My life was upside down for months while this was going on, and she was allowed to walk away with a warning not to contact me or be in touch with me. That's it. I thought there was a statute of limitations on the reporting of uh, sexual assault, but obviously there isn't. I think there is. Yeah, I, so did I. I think there, yeah. I think there is in the States, um, but uh, I didn't know whether or not there was uh, in, in Ireland. Um, that's, uh, honest that, to God, yeah, she sat in the box on the road while I lied. That's unbelievable. Yeah, so it does happen. You know, I hope it's rare, and, but and, it does and, happen. Yes, and I think, um, Sinead, you accept that it is that it does happen, but that it is rare. And I think it's absolutely awful. And I mean, thinking about what that man is describing is, is, is horrific. Like, you're all, and considering that the children and everything would have been harmed by all that, that's like horrible, and there's an absolutely no excuse for that. And I, I'm sorry that, that, that there's no retribution in the court system for a situation like that. But maybe that's what we do need, so that we can 
you know, move on here and, and not inflate this issue greater than the issue we have of sexual assault. In the well, to be honest That's with you, Sinead, if, if you don't want me cutting across you there for a second, and no, no, it's, it's some, something else I did want, want to say to you. Yeah, we do need to move forward, absolutely. Um, any kind of abuse or, or domestic abuse or violence <clears throat> towards anybody is wrong, but the law does not cover and the calls for the laws to cover um, women is not covering men. Like, if you, you you look at the stats up and down the country, for example, and, you know, I'm sorry if I'm getting slightly off topic here, but there's government-funded 144 women's refuges up and down this country for a safe place to go. Now, I think that's brilliant and they need more, and they, need, they do need more funding. They have a 24-hour helpline. Absolutely fantastic. There's not one place for a man to go, no government funding for it whatsoever, there's a Monday to Friday 9 to 5 helpline and a 9 to 2 on the weekends. Now, here's the best part of it. One in six men in Ireland are victims of domestic abuse and violence. And those are official CSO facts. Yeah, well, I know that. I only know of two of the refuge um, stats for uh, 2020. But the rare incidence of female to male was 9 to 1, 27,000 instances of abuse reported to women's aid alone and there's other refugees but I'm, I, and, and the, the men was in the early hundreds I, I'm not suggesting that it makes this okay I'm really not I'm talking well, about what I'm trying to say to you I agree that there needs to be an approach on this okay so, I, well, well, then, hang on hang on for one second going back to the story that you told us a couple of minutes ago yeah. um, of, of a false accusation uh, that was made against you. Now, that's outrageous that that happened to you, okay? Disgusting. Yeah, disgusting, absolutely disgusting. I'm wondering, you know, where it comes to this conversation that we're having about uh, Gwen and her 17-year-old and her advising her 17-year-old to uh, make sure you get some sort of documentary consent. Yeah, and the point I'm trying to make on that is it doesn't matter what kind of consent you have. If at any point, and as I said, I, I pray it's very few, and I do believe it's very few, but if at any point, and I've seen this with my own two eyes, that a woman wants to say, well, no, I've been scorned, that's it, I'm going to cry right, it can be done. I mean, you can't video somebody and, and, and look for consent on, on, on to have sex. You know, all it takes is for that girl to say, well, no, he pressured me into it or he threatened violence against me or violence against my family. Or like yes, from so what get, I, so getting you know? Yes, yeah, so getting something recorded is proof of nothing. Absolutely, absolutely. So the, the advice then that this mother should be giving her son is obviously to uh, be respectful and... Yes, and, and, absolutely. And, and that no means no. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, the, the, the reality of it is we all know that no means no. Yeah, you're, you have animals out there. I mean, no one's going to deny that. You do have animals out there. You, 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 you have people who should be locked up for life and have the key thrown away. But like you said earlier, you're always going to have that. Mm. You don't get good without bad. No, and in fact, and it's, 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 it's sad. DJing in clubs over the years, I get embarrassed sometimes over the behaviour of, of men. Because uh, when you're sober in a nightclub, you see all sorts of things. And when you're DJing, you see these things. And over the years, I've just seen men being so predatory taking photographs up skirts of girls dancing on dance floors. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Plying them with drink, uh, going up to the bar and getting them drink after drink after drink. I uh, remember one particular nightclub I used to work in, there was there was a fellow, and I had to get him barred from the club, but he always used to hang around the nightclub at the end of the night, and he would go over... Looking out for the drunkest woman. He would go woman. over... A real, Hovering for the, for the vulnerable victim, yeah. yeah. A, a real, real dirty bastard, predator bastard. Yeah. Um, but he didn't think he was doing anything wrong, but he would go up and he would chat up the women who were left behind on their own um, and didn't see anything wrong with it. And it is, it's embarrassing the way some men uh, behave and we do need to protect, uh, we do need to protect women. All right, let's have a listen to this message. This is quite uh, shocking. Six hours are spent in the guard station being questioned over the next. Something similar to what that lad is talking about there wouldn't have been as long, going on as long. But yeah, uh, six hours... And what got me off in the end was a, a call recording on my phone because I had to put it on my phone, the call recording of her saying what she was going to do and how she was going to do it. And did she get charged on it? No. Did guards pursue it? No. 
I was told to leave it. All right, okay, that's fairly uh, shocking. Now, let me go to... Uh, sorry, uh, yes, hello. Th- th- that man's life could have been ruined mm. had he not have recorded that call. Isn't yeah. that scary? Yeah, it is scary, yeah. Uh, Dave, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dave? Sorry, lad. What did you want to say on this? About the notion that a mother tells her 17-year-old son to make sure he gets recorded consent before he has any sex with anyone. Look, I, to be honest with you, I can't really blame him because I mean, or her, I should say. I mean, you did a topic on 98FM before where a girl, was she was after doing what we used to call the walk of shame and she was talking to her friends and she said she didn't really like the guy but they had sex anyway, the two of them were drunk mm. and all of her friends were saying to her, go to the guards, you've been raped, you know? And they, I remember. because of social media and stuff, that idea is a lot more prevalent nowadays than it used to be before. And mm. like, I'm not, obviously, it's the same way not all men are racist. Not all women are going to do stuff like that. But I just didn't think it was fair the way it was said. Like, you know, like false accusations are, you know, a small percentage. Well, just they because are, they're a small are, percentage. It doesn't mean... It, uh, yeah, still I, happen, though. I know. And, we're just and it after still ruins people's lives. We're just after hearing of two men in a row who had false accusations a made friend of mine, guys, I know A friend of mine almost had a carload of fellas come out and do him serious damage because a girl decided to put a false accusation against him. And he never even went near her. She was just this attention-seeking little gobshite who wasn't getting the attention she wanted. So she, when she went home, she started telling everybody around where she lives that a mate of mine tried to force himself on her. Now, luckily at the 11th hour, she was found out to be a liar. But if that hadn't happened, my friend could have been left in a very serious um, position. Mm. And another friend of mine, a mate of hers in, I don't want to say it was down the country somewhere, a girl cheated on her boyfriend with a guy uh, and made a false accusation that uh, he had actually raped her at a house party. He ended up being killed. Two boys jumped him and one of them stabbed him into the throat. Jesus. So right. it might like that. It might be a small. It might be a small statistic, but at the same time, it, it does happen. You know, and like like every, like anybody with a brain in their head knows a crack with consent. You know what I mean? And I don't think some lad who's out there who's an animal who's intent on raping a woman is going to be swayed by any of these arguments around consent. You know, it's just like it, it does happen, and like there need to be repercussions for people for. Obviously, for men and women, there's a lot of like women who've been sexually assaulted, and their cases go nowhere, of course. And that's absolutely disgusting and abhorrent. Mm. But at the same time, a woman should know that if she wants to try and make a false accusation against a man, if she's found out to be lying, there have to be repercussions because there's women out there. They do it a lot. They don't do it just once. They do it more than once. I know. And what Sinead was saying a while ago is true, that uh, cases like this are rare, but they do happen. And uh, I agree with you that there should be serious repercussions if you're found out to have made an accusation up against uh, another person. I think it should be... Okay, you see, here's the problem with this, lads, and I'm going to annoy you both by saying this, okay? Um, Supposing... um, I'm with a woman tonight, okay? I go to a club and I'm, I'm with a woman. And um, I actually do sexually assault her, okay? And she makes the accusation, yeah? And the ac- accusation is uh, unproven, okay? I get away with it. I'm let off. Essentially, then, what the law is saying is that she made up that accusation. And if we start, if we start like, jailing women, uh, no woman is ever going to come forward with a sexual assault claim because they will be afraid that if it's disproven, um, there will be repercussions to it. So how do we get around that? That's a good question. That well, is a very see, good wasn't, question. Wasn't the argument made before that when it comes to sexual assault cases that everybody's names would be kept out of the public eye until the investigations were over and, you know, like um, the evidence was found either it happened or it didn't happen? No, here in the Republic, for example, if there is a court case, nobody is named in a sexual assault case in Ireland. That doesn't happen, though, as we saw with the rugby trial in the North, where they could be named, um, where down here had those same rugby lads uh, been on trial in the Republic, they wouldn't have been named and identified. Uh, uh, we, also, we also won't known who they were. And in fact, naming any names, and please don't, uh, all it takes is someone to put a, and we've seen so many cases of this in the last couple of years, all it takes is someone to set up a 
false social media page and put up an accusation uh, and, and an anonymous accusation that's all it takes to ruin a person's life yeah, well, that's very true so Dave let me ask you then in terms of advising a young 17 year old man as to how to conduct himself do you think it is over the top to be suggesting getting a recorded consent video look I don't really I, I don't really blame the mother for saying that to her son but like I mean it's also in the same like um, the same vein that like if I had a daughter I'd also be telling her to you know, mind yourself and keep an eye on, you know, some creepy fella that might be around you. Like, I, I don't understand why these things always have to instantly turn into a men versus women mm. um, kind of a conversation. I mean, you should say to your son, listen, if there's a woman around you, she, you, she seems a bit dodgy, maybe keep your distance. If she's had a few drinks and you're sober, just don't do it, just for your own sake. In the same way, you know, you say to your daughter, come here to me. You know, don't get hammered drunk. I'm back. Go back to a house full of men that you don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, no, that's we're all. Really but, what we're, we're telling, uh, you see, we're, Dave, telling, we're kind of just telling our kids Dave, to have like just common sense. Really. Now, Dave, what you said there just now um, is pretty much what George Hook said a couple of years ago, and the man lost his career over over what he said uh, because he was accused of. No, but I of, know. You see, yeah, but George, you have a George Hook also brought in like how you're dressed and stuff like that. I'm no, not talking think, about that. I think, saying, no, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. No, in fact, I remember that. Com- I remember that conversation and unlike a lot of the people that complained about him I actually I, a lot of the people that complained by the way about George Hook that time hadn't even heard what he said I, I was listening to the show that time um, that, he, that he did that interview and he pretty much said and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here he pretty much said that a woman who goes back to a hotel room with, with two strange men you have to ask why is she doing that and question that I don't, I don't think he ever yeah, but he got lashed out of it because of his victim blame yeah that's what I'm saying but Dave has just done the same thing are you by teaching by, but that's by, not victim but, 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 it's not victim it's not victim blaming though it, it's common sense I'd say the same thing to my son if you're out with a bunch of people you don't know don't go somewhere with them because you could end up in a situation that you don't want to end up in I mean are we genuinely living in a world where we can't just say to our kids listen if you don't know somebody don't hang around with them if you're full of drinks you might end up in a bad situation. Like, I, I can't see how that's victim blame. I'm not, I don't think it is, but I know there are people who believe that, that as soon as you say something that you should... You, in an Here, it's, it, it's not bad advice to be giving your no, teenage I, son or daughter, don't go anywhere when you're pissed out of your head. I don't think that is bad advice, but I'm saying that people will hear that and go, well, that's victim blaming, that women should be able to go... A woman should be able to go back to a house with 50 strange men and feel safe as a house. Shouldn't she? Yeah, yeah she should in a perfect world, but we don't world. live in a yeah. perfect yeah. world. And I think Maria is missing what the point that I was trying to make, because Maria just messed in. She says, so we can't tell people to be sensible, Jeremy. What a stupid world we live in. Maria, I don't believe that. What I'm saying is there are people, and the George Hook thing, the whole George Hook fiasco uh, proved that, that there are people out there who believe that as soon as you even say to a woman to be careful that you are victim blaming, yeah? Um, there was uproar uh, about two months about this when a bar, uh, and you can look up the story and just get the, the details on it, I'm trying to remember, there was a bar in the UK, I think, or it might have been in the north of Ireland, and they put up a sign um, telling women to be careful that your drinks don't get spiked. Now, I can't remember the exact wording um, that, that was on the, the poster, but anyway, the bar put up a poster saying, um, please be careful um, that your drinks don't get spiked. Always keep an eye on your drinks, and there was uproar. They had to take down the sign because people were saying, you are victim blaming. and you're putting the blame on the women. Women shouldn't have to check their drinks. Men should be educated not to put date rape drugs in drinks. I can't find the actual uh, story. But, but, but you, you remember it, don't you? Yeah, that, I do remember it. Yeah. yeah, I do. And I think a local police force in the UK as well uh, had to take down a post when they put a post up on Twitter recently as well, basically telling women don't get spiked on a night out. And I think that's all that the message was. It was the police saying, listen, uh, if you're on a night out, uh, girls, um, do your best not to get spiked or be careful not to get spiked. And women were going absolutely mad saying, you should be educating men not to spike drinks. Now, my uh, argument to that would be, uh, how do you educate a man not to be a scumbag? Some men are just scumbags. absolute yep. scumbags. Yep. I agree. And you know, us coming on here or putting an ad on the radio or going on television tomorrow with an ad going, men, if you put a date rape drug in a, in a drink, you are wrong. You are scum. That's not going to stop those animals from doing that. No, I agree. I agree. All right, um, interesting conversation. Thank you very much indeed, all of you, for your calls, comments, texts, and opinions. If you've enjoyed this podcast, 
Uh, please hit subscribe or follow, or if you're listening on Spotify, click the little bell icon and you'll be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. If you want to get in contact with us about anything, our email address is allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com. Thanks very much indeed for listening. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.